0: On the 9th of June, the church honours St. Ephraim of Syria. St. Ephraim was a deacon, and he's the only male doctor of the church who remained a deacon, didn't become a priest or a bishop. He lived from the years of about 306 to 373 AD. And he's really known for his great writings on topics such as the Holy Eucharist or penance, the role of peter and the bishop of rome in the church and the life and the beauty of the blessed virgin mary and also the sufferings of christ he lived in edessa for the last 10 years of his life and he did most of his writings there but i'll come back to the writings in a moment he's an interesting character for a number of reasons one is because he really had to escape from a kind of uh, a persecution so he was born in Nisibis in Mesopotamia, which was in what we would now call Turkey. There were three sieges of Nisibis by the Persians in 338, 346, and finally in 350 AD. So the king of Persia, Sapor, took over Nisibis from the Roman Empire. Ephraim escaped with quite a number of Christians from Nisibis to Edessa, Unfortunately Edessa also was pillaged, and in the final year of Ephraim's life he came out of his monastic retreat from Mount Edessa outside the city to direct the distribution of grain during a severe famine and to attend to the care of the sick and the burial of the dead. His writings were so precious that two popes, Gregory the Thirteenth and Benedict the Fourteenth, took pains to have his works collected in the seventeenth. And the 18th century respectively. He's really known and loved because his hymns and his music were very important to him and he organized choirs of young women to be able to sing beautiful music and hymns which both instructed the hearts of Christians but also moved their hearts to praise God. And his hymns are so treasured that they're an enduring part of the Syrian liturgy. Remember that Ephraim spoke Syro-Chaldaic, which is basically the language used by Christ. So it gave him an insight into the mind of Christ and the language of the apostles. And, of course, it was the language used by Joseph and Mary. So this gave him a deep insight into the the structure of language and meaning of the Scriptures. He's described by Christopher Rengers as writing with a, a gospel simplicity, lie to deep sincerity and feeling. And we see this in his poetry. So one of the titles, one of many titles given to Ephraim is that he is the poet of God. And it's noted of him, particularly in his shorter pieces, that the monastic life didn't induce in Ephraim an unnatural sternness and it didn't choke up the fountain of human feeling and kindliness. And one example of this that I'll end with is his poem about the death of a child. In one part of his poem, he writes, The sound of thy sweet notes once moved me and caught mine ear and caused me much to wonder. Again, my memory listens to it and is affected by the tones and harmonies of thy tenderness. Poetry is so important to us as it was to Ephraim Poetry allows us to express in images and in uh, different phrases the depth of insight and a feeling that we have for people and situations, joys and sufferings. It allows us to speak our feeling so that the need to express our experience is answered. St. Ephraim, pray for us that we will love poetry, will love language and that there will be someone to listen to the words that we say.